When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Explorers, welcome back to the Starfield Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots. Dave Chaffins is on vacation somewhere out in the galaxy today, but in his place, it's the end of the month. This is the last Monday of the month. This is our time slot for doing our patron chat with some of the people who support the show. And we have three of our patrons here for our first official patron chat. And I'm super excited about this. So I'm going to go through and I'm going to introduce each of you and give you a moment. Say, hi, this is who I am and, and whatever. Let's just go through an order of what's on my screen. Turbo Toboggan. He's been with uh, some of my shows for a long time. Cyberpunk and Witcher and some of these other lore casts that I do. Welcome, I man. I actually outlived you on Cyberpunk, but that's only one. Yeah, well, I, I've moved on from the Witcher Lorecast also, but, you know, sometimes I take oh, these projects and, yeah, yeah, got to catch up with the latest episodes. Yeah, Ben of Temeria is now co-hosting with uh, Toasty. Um, but, you know, new games come out, I launch new shows, and sometimes I hand off the shows to the other the other hosts, and they carry it forward, and I move on to new projects. It's kind of part of yeah. the fun of having a network with other good hosts that you can just be like, yeah, you guys can handle this now, I'm going to go do something else. So, welcome to the show! Hello! I'm so glad that you decided to support this project, and I hope you've been enjoying Starfield. But we're going to get to that in a minute because I got to introduce the rest of the hosts. We have Marcus Shepard joining us. Welcome, Marcus. Commander Marcus Shepard. Commander Marcus Shepard. That's right. Yeah. That's right, Commander. I uh, I've I've been a fan for a while since pretty much the start of the Mass Effect forecast. Um, I kept along while I was in college, and it was a good thing to keep me busy while in my downtime and keep me sane. Uh, but yeah, I was very happy to hear about the Starfield Lorecast. I actually didn't find it until uh, uh, the game was just about to release because I just had to find material to to listen to while up to the up to the game's release. So yeah, well, that's awesome. I'm so glad that the shows have, you know, filled that gap for you, because I know that's what podcasts have always done for me. And it's really cool to make content that people feel the same way about. And yeah, the show's kind of been one of those off and on things every so often for a few years until we really started ramping it up more for the release of the game. And uh, and now it's a full it's a regular weekly thing. So um, so thanks for being here. And then we also have Nova Nova returning another supporter of the other show. One of the other shows I do the follow or cast. Welcome, Nova. Hello, hello. I am on my phone driving home, so ignore my crummy quality. <laughs> well, we'll we'll do our best. Um, sometimes that happens, but I'm glad you made it, and I'm so excited to talk to other people who have been playing Starfield and people who are nerding out as much as Dave and I have been. And we've been talking about some about this with other content creators, but to bring you guys on and hear your perspectives is exciting for me. Today's episode, we're talking about the best moments, some of our funniest moments, some of the most, the things that came out of sideways, the stuff that we didn't expect. And I'm gonna open this up. Who would like to start us off? Who would like to go first? Anybody in particular have a fun story 
Turbo, you want to kicking us off? I got a couple. But I'll start with the one that happened first. Um, I got to New, New Atlantis. Can we talk about that far? That's like yes. A- so yeah, let's let's uh, clear this up for our listeners. We're still being fairly spoiler free. We're not digging into the deep lore stuff. And in general, if anybody brings up, you can bring up locations that you get to early in the game. Any of that's fine. You can talk about oh, this is a faction or that's a faction because we all know who the factions are. But don't reveal anything that goes later on in the storylines for factions or the main quest line or anything like that. So we're going to try to keep that stuff off limits. And if you have to name somebody and you don't run into them like in the first four or five hours of the game, maybe just be vague about it. That kind of thing. Yeah. Well, the first thing, uh, the first weird thing, like the interesting thing out of me is I went to New Atlantis. I tried land New Atlantis. I somehow just misclicked and landed my own landing spot right next to it. So, okay, so instead of landing on the landing pad where you normally get out and you're like right there in front of the city, you're like yeah. out in the wilderness. Did you see the city at a distance? I didn't get that far to look at it because uh, the thing happened. I'm like, oh, what's going on? And I walk a little bit out from my ship so I could look all the way around. Well, there was this rock pipe. I'm like, oh, I'll get on top of this rock so I can see further. As I get near the rock, there's a lot of dead animals just all around i'm like what happened here not thinking anything and all of a sudden uh one of the plants that was uh next to me that uh starts moving and kills me because it was one of these little stick giant stick insects the plant i thought it was a plant (laughs) right and i'm just looking at all this stuff because i had my scanner out because i was looking i'm trying to figure out kill the i was looking at all the dead bodies and i just see one of the highlight things start moving and it's one of those horror movies like 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 you like when the things in the background starts moving towards person because that thing killed me so fast because i'm playing on very hard oh man you're playing on very hard too wow I, i'm still playing very i don't uh, the only time i turned it off i turned it off was during uh the uc when the mission three you know how you go down and you take that test Right. I could only right. get to Early level on. five of yeah. it on very hard. I'm like, you know what? I want to see if I can beat level six. So I'm like, I saved it. And I'm like, okay, I'll go back. I just want to, I just want to try to see if I can do it. Right. Still, I still couldn't beat level six unless I added on, you know, what you do in the computer. Right. You, level you six is crazy hard. This is the Vanguard test. And this is early on in the Vanguard mission. It's one of the first things you do. So I feel like this isn't too spoilery. And you okay, take a yeah, test so where you pilot, you get in a little simulation and you pilot your fighter, I right? I only get to five. I got to five on very hard. And I it's because I was cheesing it because I would have to hide behind asteroids and wait for them to come at, come around. I just kill them. I cheesed and I get, get level five. Level six, I can only get halfway through, and it's like I'm dead in the water. Like my ship doesn't move anymore. It's like I'm out of the asteroid. It's like you guys got me. Yeah, there are and so many was- ships in in six. It's like everybody, even if you just take on one guy and like boost, try to get away from the rest of them, everybody just shoots you and you die. Missile um, lock on. It's just like I'm just yeah. constantly having missile yeah. lock on, and I'm pushing boost or maneuvering at the last second. It's like, oh, that thing is hard. Even on E, I switched to E because I'm like, I bet I could beat on E. Very hard. It got yeah, made it slang. Yeah. No, I had to, I had, I finally beat it on very easy, but I had to use the debugging. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's tuned for if you do it later and you're a higher level and you have a certain upgrades to your, yeah, you, your you flight, upgrade. like upgrades yeah. for your flight perks. Uh, otherwise, it's it's nigh impossible, I guess. Uh, also, I was, I was, you have a watch. Was, 
You have the constellation watch. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I noticed that in the background. That's really cool. What do you think about yeah. it? It's nice. I, I, I like it. It's ex, uh, I, I, I like uh, smart watches like with the screen because uh, with a regular watch, when I turn it or if I had into my watch, I got to be careful. This one doesn't matter at all because it'll rotate eventually. Mm -hmm. To I can actually look like this, and it'll be up and down instead of. Oh, that's interesting. The 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 face yeah. rotates. And like it the, has the, the uh, display. It has all the features like and stuff. It it got your steps. It got some weather, moon. It has a uh, gravity, <laughs> toxin, moon, uh, radiation. It it, it, it it does has. I don't know if these actually starts to work, but it has like acceleration, how much pressure you're under mag and then temperature oh, and magnet, cool. mag is like massive, but it, it you can say it says right now i'm after one g which is no offense it's one atmosphere right right you're on earth you're on the surface yeah, of earth so it makes sense that it's one g right now one g right right yeah that makes sense yeah. um man that's the, uh, you die, you got into a lot of stuff right here i want to open this up to everybody did you guys have similar yeah. experiences when you were exploring come across creatures or piloting the ships i did especially when it comes to uh that, that specifically the UC flight test, um, that level six is meant to be impossible. If you get past it, the, the captains that are evaluating your exam, they have a lot of nice things to say about you. And you get quite a, quite a bonus, a, a sign on bonus, you'd say whenever you're signing up for the UC Vanguard. So it's definitely a worthwhile venture if you can outlast it. Uh, but it is very, very difficult, especially without the, uh, the, the, the hidden debugging mode. So. But, yeah, um, yeah. I think I tried gosh. maybe a dozen times and then I gave up and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do this. It's just not going to happen. There is a way or two that you can cheese it, but it's it's still worth the the challenge, at least to get used to the space flight. I think that's what the intentions of the devs were yeah. is to really show you how uh, overwhelming the, the, the fighting sense can be. Um, but just being able to be comfortable in your ship, it, it gives you the the playground to do it. That's a simulation for that. Right, right. It's also very useful for if you're leveling up some of your flight perks. Yes. Um, so if you have like, you need to destroy this many ships, you could just fly around and see if you can find pirates or spacers or whatever and, and just blow them up. Or you could just keep doing that until you hit the check mark for a number of ships destroyed or whatever. So um, it's perfect for that piloting skill so you can get up to the higher tiers and therefore get to the uh, bigger class ships. Yeah, it's perfect. Right, right. Yeah. Nova, do you have any thoughts on any of this? Is Nova I oh, here they are. Yet to yeah, sorry, I've just been listening. I have yet to um really go out and do all that much. I tend to use to use the first playthrough of games just to explore the world. Like I said with my uh, New Vegas back when you're doing those, those that story special and, and the fallout. Like the first entire play, like month of me playing New Vegas was literally me just exploring around the 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 starting area basically. Mm -hmm. And so I'm kind of doing the same thing in um in Starfield where I just got to Aquila City. Honestly, I'm just looking around. I did the same thing in New Atlantis. And so I'm just exploring and seeing what's interesting, what's cool, looking at stories and doing. It. So I have not yet really got my hands wet or my boots dirty i guess suppose right. you could say and sure. like gotten into the nitty-gritty i've gone to constellation and that's about it okay <laughs> but what, what about while exploring the wilderness have you had a moment similar where you were like oh look at those creatures over why are these all dead oh god this plant monster is killing me now no really. I, i've most been exploring the city not okay. going out into the wilderness got it got it yeah, yeah. okay cool cool a uh, turbo 
you got any other details about this you want to share or are we ready to move uh, on to somebody about else this incident i got a different answer but it was just i just found it like because i heard like i want like what's we don't I don't know but this is just mandela effect but i remember in the video when they're saying like you can the, like someone says like the ecosystems go on when you're not there they're still it's actually if there's an apex predator you sometimes are going to find that being an apex predator it's not just going to be oh they're most they're the strong thing sometimes they're out there just eating and stuff like that and i just it's not, that thing's not an apex predator but that thing usually does it and i eventually killed that thing it didn't kill me it didn't get uh, uh, it's because i i already had uh I had I had some of the weapons because uh, when the guys attack your mining thing, I, I had some of theirs. Right. And I'm very hard. You saw, I I got lucky and I got a uh, some nice loot, some nice loot. Yeah. So the the way that the animals work is interesting because you do have the predators, you do have the ones that are more docile, that are like herbivores and stuff like that. You also have scavengers. So if you watch them long enough. Like the predators will attack some of the others when they come across them, leave their corpses. And then if you wait long enough, scavengers will come by and scavenge the corpses of the dead animals. Like there's actually an ecosystem going on in a lot of different locations with with animals. And it's it's one of those things that you can miss unless you specifically look for it. Oh, yeah. And uh, I also learned that those uh, bug plant things hunt in packs. uh, (laughs) Right. I killed one of them and killing one of them pissed off the other ones because they followed me until i got ba- I, I barely got back to the ship vasco saved my life <laughs> i should have died it, it, it i should have died like I, I i i yeah you got away you got away yeah it's I interesting out, some I of them are solo hunters kit. yeah i was i was out of med kits and everything i was like if this thing would have been a tv show you would have seen me going vasco? <laughs> just yelling as you see vasco as I'm about to pass out, Vasco just comes over the horizon, unloads, picks up my passed out carcass, goes to the ship, shake, takes off. I wake up, landing in New Atlantis, going, what happened? Wow, that's great. That's great. That's crazy stuff. Well, thanks, Turbo. All right, let's move on. Who wants to go next? Marcus, do you want to start? Commander? Sure. I, uh, the One of the random counters that came to mind whenever I think of like one of my highlights for the game uh, has to be the Valentine. I don't know if anybody else has come across it, but it was a huge surprise to enter a solar system to be uh, immediately greeted with a beautiful melody of a lovely sea shanty, but a space-themed one. Uh-huh. And uh, ho- lo and behold, there happens to be the Valentine there giving us a full lovely song. I almost teared up just hearing it because it was just such a beautiful, beautiful rendition of a, of a sea shanty, but a space version. Um, the, the lore is kind of tied in there because it's the, um, I think it's called uh, the lady of new Atlantis, I think is the title. Um, but it's, it's, it's probably by far the best random encounter I've come across. Um, it was a beautiful thing to see in here. Yeah, sea shanty, like the whole like space pirates, like spaces and ocean kind of thing. It totally makes sense that you throw in like moments with sea shanties or other random things that happen. It's I find space in Starfield to very very much be a cross between the open ocean, the exploring of the open ocean, but also kind of like the Wild West. It's it's like this mishmash of both of those, right? So you've got yeah. like 
ships out at sail coming across other ships or, you know, coming into port, that kind of thing. But then you also have the sort of lawlessness and I, and I guess pirating like you've got like the what 17, 1800s of like 16, 18, you know, 15, 16, 17, 1800s of like, you know, like pirating and that open ocean. That's kind of like the Wild West in and of itself anyway. I guess it's, you know, a little redundant, but um, it's the it's the new frontier and yeah. which is space, which they always say. Uh, at least to astronauts and engineers who are going into space, you have to treat it just like you're going underneath the ocean because it's a pressurized system. You have to, you have to not, you cannot go outside the ship whatsoever because then it's a threat to your life. Years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a perfect mix of that Navy sort of militaristic feel and the, the new frontier of being able to explore. It's, it's a lovely thing being in a sci-fi game, being able to experience Starfield, especially nowadays. Uh, there definitely isn't anything. Well, there's some games that are similar, but they don't quite capture the feel that I I'm having with with Starfield. I'm loving it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And the human aspect of that is one of the things that I, fi- I find the game really taps into, whether it's the, you know, the Valentine and sea shanties. Like, what are people doing while they're out here at space for long times by themselves bored, you know, or uh, running into grandma? <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. people have seen grandma. It was in the in the trailer stuff that they put out, like in the, some of the early previews. But like, you know, there's this old woman who's retired and she just wants to go out and explore the universe before she dies and she gets lonely. And so she invites people to come on over for meals. And there's just something really quaint about that. But also it resonates with me on like a, a human level, you know, like this is what kinds of stuff would people get up to out here? And yeah, it would be all sorts of it's not just people being like, oh, I'm a pirate. I'm going to take your stuff, giving me your, your money or I'm going to blow your craft up. You know, it's going to be all sorts of things. And uh, they really dive into that pretty well. Oh, yeah. I, I just hope that this isn't our only encounter with the Valentine. I hope to see him again in the future. So, Yeah, that's the other thing is that uh, having still only played for a few weeks, I don't know the full extent of some of these situations, some of the characters, some of the random encounters. Do they come back again? If you find a settlement on a planet and you go back and visit later, do things really change much? Um, can you randomly come across the same ship in two different locations? I've heard one story of that happening so far. Uh, but like how, how much does that actually affect your playthrough? And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, like where I'm sure if you were to sit down with the devs and say, how much has the community found and discussed online so far? I bet they're going to say things like, oh, there's like 50% of stuff that nobody's even brought up yet because that's just kind of how these games are. Like people are still discovering stuff in you know, Skyrim and Fallout 4 and whatever. And a lot of the main stuff everybody finds, but there's little things in little corners, a little quirks. If you just handle the quest line in a different way or go back later and like dialogue that pops up, that was kind of hidden. So I'm excited to see what that becomes and what, what continues to get uncovered. So for sure, did you guys, uh, either of the two of you, did you come across the Valentine? No turbos shaking his head. No. Um, I'm guessing Nova is either can't respond or is also a no. Yeah, I oh Nova. I no, I did not find it. Yeah, I haven't either. <laughs> this is this is a new one for me, so I'll be looking for it as I travel around. Uh, Marcus, do you have any other stories you want to share? Um, not cr- well. I did want to point out I actually did get the Constellation Edition too. Um, I haven't had a chance to try out the, the smartwatch, but I love everything about it. My favorite part, I think, by far, this is my favorite collector's edition that Bethesda has come out. Honestly, almost one of my favorites of all time, just for the simple fact that the case is awesome, the watch is awesome. But the coolest part is, is that the game comes on 
a little cred stick, a little metal actual cred stick. And I absolutely love that thing. I adore that thing. It's got the official print saying it's the official currency of, uh, of the United Colonies or whatever it says the printing thing on. It's, 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 it's a very unique take. It's so much better than just getting a slip of paper or like what uh, a previous game gave me a cardboard disc that just had a code on it. It was like, yeah, okay. But it's, it actually fits perfectly in your steel book. And it, it's just, it's, it's unique. I love it. Thank you. Whoever came up with that idea in the marketing team. I hope to see more like that with collector's editions. It makes oh my me very God. proud as a collector to have. Yeah, that's a really cool. Turbo just showed it on the screen. So anybody who's listening to this, if you want to check out the video version, it's going to be up on the Robots Radio YouTube channel. You can see our beautiful faces and uh, Turbo's showing off some of the stuff on the screen. Um, but yeah, I love, I love when you get like items from that world, the world of the game that we're playing physically and you can touch it and be like, oh, this is what a cred stick actually looks like. This is what it feels like. Um, and you know what I would love? Like if any of the developers are listening and or the merch team or whoever, you know how in these games and, and a lot of other Bethesda games, you come across books that give you like to, like permanent perks or permanent upgrades or whatever. And in Starfield, it's the magazines you come across, right? Wouldn't it be so cool to have a stack of like all the different magazines or all at least all the covers on like, you know, like some sort of really nice paper stock or something. And then you could kind of display them out on a table or put them on a shelf somewhere. I think that would be really cool. I'm not sure who it was, but I thought there was a company. I think maybe it was like Displate that did something similar when it came to the Fallout magazines. I think there was a couple that they had that they put as little things that you could put on the wall. But other than that, yeah, I would love to see just, you know, uh, a little collage of all of the uh, of the covers and whatnot because they're very unique art. They're very they're very collectible. Having that in a actual physical merchandise sense, I'm sure fans would be all over it. So yeah, I'd yeah. Love to see it. Turbo or or Nova, do you guys have any thoughts about merch that you would love to see in the future? Um. Uh. And, oh, you can go. Go go ahead. I just I just do a blank since I open my mouth. <laughs> I was gonna say make an actual uh, credit card out of the cred stick. That'd be funny. Oh, that'd be cool. Like, <laughs> like you could just like put it on the little credit card reader and it just like does the little Wi-Fi read thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I, don't Bluetooth. Know, like, I don't even know what that is. What, near field I, tech. I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I, I'm assuming it's, I, I'm assuming it's probably, it's probably just like a Bluetooth somewhat because, well, I, I guess, it, I guess what it does is send up radio waves or, or microwaves and you know, wirelessly powers it and it just gets the signal from it or something like that. But anyway, so that's something I would, I would be in, I would enjoy. There'd be a huge backlog of things that we need to do, but that'd be actually pretty cool though. Just like, Hey, here's my, uh, cred stick credit card. <laughs> yeah. I think it's also very photos. possible considering that, uh, Microsoft just released their Xbox credit card. So that is, is a yeah. possibility is an idea. That would be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. That, that totally makes sense. Turbo, did you remember what you're going to say? No, no. Nope. All right. Well, if it comes to you later, uh, feel free to share it. Uh, Marcus, anything else? Um, there was there was two other like big like story missions that really stuck out to me. I don't know how far everybody else has gotten. I'm not going to spoil anything, but there is a certain there's one specific quest that's part of the main quest. It's much later on near the end. Mm -hmm. um, I think I know which one you're going to talk about. It has it, something it, to do with locations changing. It, it very much, I feel, is very motivated by the the campaign of Titanfall 2. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but there's a specific mission on there 
where you're blipping back and forth between two places and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're basically able to maneuver like a, a maze between between two two points and i i, I love it it's a callback made me happy to experience that it also has a very um dishonored a more gr- it feels like yeah. dishonored in a way a lot of people have brought up dishonored yeah. as a as a heavy motivation it's got that 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 gruesome dark sort of feel to it while you're going back and forth um love that mission hope that they keep implementing cool things like that um especially with a very heavy high sci-fi thing so, absolutely yes absolutely and this this came to mind today when i was thinking about this episode and having everybody on talk about their favorite moments i think that quest is my definitive and i rarely say this is a favorite i think so far that's my favorite quest in the entire game uh it is extremely well done it makes uh exploring the environments very interesting from a lore perspective but also slightly confusing and enjoyable in the way that you can figure out where to go without just like oh there's a point over there i'm just going to find my way through the building until i get to the point right it's also very important that um there's very minute details that you have to pay attention to because they point out this this is one of those things has like branching choices you could this or that yeah there's a hidden option you just got to you got to dig for it you got to pay attention i think once people get to that point i think they'll understand hopefully they just find it that's that that's the key that's the key it took, yeah. a, it took a minute for me to find it so. yeah we'll probably cover it on a future episode at some point because it's it's it ties into the lore in a very interesting way um and the nature of reality and all of that stuff so but we're not going to spoil it any more than just like those details and i, I think that's vague enough that people are going to be like huh i don't know what that means but you know, I, I look forward to experiencing it. So, yeah, we're absolutely on the same page on that one. I think that one's great. Have you guys come across this one at all? I don't think Nova, you've been still doing early stuff. Turbo's shaking his head no. So, yeah, yeah you've got some treats, uh, especially in the main quest line for some of the stuff that comes up. Um, it's it's particularly well done, in my opinion. Well, thanks, Marcus, for sharing. We need to take a break and thank our patrons. We're going to thank you guys and everybody else who supports the show. And then we'll be back in a minute and we're going to get Nova's stories. So don't go anywhere. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, here we are in the middle of the show, and I'm going to try to make this quick so we can get back to talking. We have Worst Action Hero who signed up in the last week. Welcome to the Patreon. Thank you for being here and supporting the show. Uh, You get shout outs every week also because you and Commander Marcus Shepard are our two Space Lords currently. So thank you to both of you, Worst Action Hero, Commander Marcus Shepard, for your support. And if you were interested in supporting the show, getting on the patron chats every month at the end of every month on the last Monday of every month, then you can sign up at patreon.com slash Starfield Lorecast. You can also get ad free episodes and T-shirts or stickers, lots of different cool stuff. Also, if you'd like to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, we would love it. Five star reviews get read out on future episodes and you can also rate the show on Spotify or whatever podcast you're listening to on. 
to this on if if it allows you the ability to do that um so thank you to everybody who has supported the shows in those ways or shared it with your friends or whatever we couldn't do this without you and it makes a huge difference so thank you so very 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 much also just wanted to share this one while we're in the middle of the episode because worst action hero signed up but couldn't make it tonight so they wrote a description of their experience that they wanted to share on this episode so i'm going to read through this and you guys feel free to respond to this once i'm done reading um it says here i came to gaming late in life i didn't get an xbox until i was between marriages and then it was a hand-me-down from a kid who got it herself uh who got herself an xbox one i have always gravitated towards open world gaming and being a space opera nerd open cosmos starfield has blown my mind and excavations <laughs> that said after going murder hobo with sophia grace on the moon when we came across some abandoned facility we decided to check out what was on titan so f- uh, so far anything funny and this level of cheese happens in new homestead titan the town dock frustrated by treating t- tourists who do dumb stuff on titan asked me to put on a tardigrade spacesuit she picked up from a film company and was trying to make a b-movie and scare the tourists and give New Homestead a bad rep. Honestly, I can see this backfiring. I laughed so hard playing this. I even tried chasing Sophia, but she she wasn't having any of it. So now on occasion, I will put on the monster spacesuit and my crew will put on Neon City Dancer outfits and we will just cruise around. On one occasion, Sophia and I played around the resort at Paradiso. She was still not having any of it. Um, so that's awesome. That outfit is hilarious, by the way. So you need to go find that on Titan if you haven't done it already. Um, thank you, Worst Action Hero. Hope you can join us on future episodes and thank you for supporting the show. All right, that's the middle of the show. Uh, let's get back to the rest of this and we'll, we'll tune into everybody else as we do that. So do you guys have any of these moments where you dress everybody up funny and go do weird roleplay stuff in the game? Or are you still just like getting through the main content so far? I'm still I'm still trucking away. Um, I'm really starting to crack on the uh, the faction quest now. Um, I'm loving those. As for like outfits and stuff, I'm very pleased with the amount of clothing that is in the game. Uh, there's even some like there's some that are very very similar. Um, they they follow an aesthetic and it it, it has like its own clothing line. And I, I really like that. There's a there's an important sense of fashion when it comes to RPGs. At least it is yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, how your how your armor looks, how your how your just casual look is, and I think it's very important in a, a, a more sci-fi kind of game because you're not always in danger. You want to be able to you know kind of dress up, look fancy, and I love seeing the, all all the different outfits where you can um, acquire them. The even the goofiest ones or the like the costumes and stuff. Um, I actually did not know where you could get that. I I've seen that that outfit before mm-hmm. um but it's good to know good to know people are having fun with it so yeah yeah i feel like that wasn't too spoiler it's one of those little side missions you come across somewhere but to, like i'm sure a lot of people will be thankful they'll be like yeah i saw that outfit just like you and like oh now i'm gonna go to titan i'm gonna go get it um because it's just hilarious to run around in like a bug costume that's so good especially when you're doing like serious quests to be to just look like a total goof it's pretty good it's pretty great. Stuff. I'm, I'm interested to see if uh, Halloween still exists in the lore of Starfield, because mm. uh, that'd be a perfect opportunity to uh, to try out all the different outfits. And yeah, stuff, so. I would imagine that we're also going to see mods with some more weird stuff like that. And then 
maybe even some things in the DLC or on the like the little store that they're going to incorporate at some point where people you can buy like a pack of like dress up like different creatures from different planets or whatever. Right. Uh, and with a photo mode in the game, that makes that stuff even more fun because you can post things and make it all, you know, super goofy and then share your pictures online or whatever. So, yeah. So, Nova, you're up. Do you have a favorite story oh. so far? Hello, and I do, and it is one that incorporates Bethesda magic, as we call it, um, crashing and bugs. And okay. So, anyways, right. Right. Bethesda magic, <laughs> yeah, colloquially known as Bethesda magic. So, anyways, um, my friends, I, I was in a voice chat with some of my friends, Nomad, Dan, and Saucy, and they were curious about Starfield. They obviously heard the hype for it, and they were very excited. Well, not really, not really, but like very excited um, to hear more about it, but they were on the fence teetering if they should buy it or not. And so me, the open world fanatic that I am, the RPG fanatic that I am, I'm like, oh, here, yeah, I'm just going to play it for you and I'll show you what the game is like. And it's so going to be awesome. Up, Check this out. Yes, I yeah, one of those moments. immediately my all i can do is look up and down i can't look left or right or anything my arms are frozen out in a t-pose position and my gun is just floating right in front of my face like it is the original doom awesome and i'm like oh crap this is a very terrible start <laughs> <laughs> and uh like you know i'm, I'm just kind of panicking because i'm like i want to try and make the game look good obviously because i want my friends to experience it as well so we can talk about it and so i load up a different save or i load up a previous save because i you know obviously do a quick save and then a normal save and then an exit save just to make sure that it's corrupted anything so i do that it's still bugged so i freak out i quit the game i restart it luckily for for some reason i'm still t-posed but luckily i figured it out i just needed to switch to a different gun huh. whatever uh, the whatever gun i was using just the game didn't like I, I had the starting pistol i think out weird anyway so, so that fixed it and so my friend nomad was asking me oh is this this is this the same people who make um outer worlds and i was like kind of in a way they're joined partially not really though because this is bethesda this is space fallout and immediately as i say that the game freezes <laughs> and then crashes uh-huh and so it was in a matter of probably like three minutes, the entire series of events goes down. So I was trying to show my friends a fun game, a game that I really enjoy so far. And it's just one bug. Oh, this is pretty cool. Crash. Yeah. In a game that mostly works most of the time. Like, I think most people are only having very minimal amount of bugs. Like you just got like, it's like you just yeah. rolled two natural ones like in a row. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, in, in up to that point, I've only had one weird bug where I just couldn't, I couldn't stand. Um, and I just loaded up and then it, uh, it, it then I, it fixed it. I reloaded to a different set. So that was the only bug I had. And I've had, I've had like 16 hours inside the game. I want to say roughly ish. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it just like you, like you said, it was a series of unfortunate events that occurred one after the other. And of course, it is right when I'm trying to show my friends a game that I would encourage them to buy. So they were, to put it lightly, discouraged from buying the game. <laughs> so have they still not bought it? <laughs> no, they haven't yet. No, um, they're uh, they are looking forward for the next Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 to come out. And they say they don't want to spend $70 on a game sure. for this month when they're going to spend another $70 on 
in November. Right. So, that totally makes sense. Plus, you could always yeah. come back and play it later. It's, there's no rush yeah, to get yeah, through. Yeah, because, because Modern yeah. Warfare 3 is going to have like a month-long life cycle, and then it's going to die out. And I'm going to I told I'm going to be like, haha, I told you so. Yeah, there's going to be like a hundred thousand people <laughs> playing it, like online, killing each other, and then like a month later, it's going to be like eight thousand yeah. concurrent players. Good job. Yeah, because modern because the Modern Warfare series has become a total uh, slog pit. <laughs> it's absolutely terrible. Wow, I hate it. I'm the I'm the biggest postal like Modern Warfare series now. Yeah, so it's one funny. of those. Anyway, so back to Starfield. So yeah, that's what happened to me. Yeah, um, yeah. And it was I was very embarrassed, and I was also laughing. And then uh, my friend, my friends were like, "Okay, come play, come play Black Ops." Uh, Cold War with us. I'm like, okay, that sounds like a good idea. So that's what we did for the rest of the night. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, my, uh, Call of Duty games are one of those things. I, I jump in every three or four years, and I'm just like, what's this like? And then I, I play it for a bit, and then I'm and then I'm done playing it again. Um, can you hear us, Nova? I don't know if Nova can mm-hmm. hear us anymore. Uh, so, have you guys had any other major bugs or issues that you've come across, or anything weird really happening? Turbo's raising his hand. Turbo, this bug is. Uh... The reason uh, I rage, I kind of rage quit my own character. I'm my first character. I'm gonna go back to it. It was a, her name is Captain Olivia. She's a, she was a bounty hunter and stuff. And I get off, uh, I get all the first thing off. We can take off of your ship, get off the planet. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go. One of my traits I picked was wanted. As I'm fly, as I'm fly, I, 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 I literally go into this system and all of a sudden, two ships show up but i'm like what do they want it's two of the bounty hunters showing up saying hey i'm like okay I, i've i've run to you before i skip their dialogue we go into a fight i destroyed one ship and i disarmed another ship i went up got in it took de- de- defeated all the guys took it off and i looked at i looked at it like i looked through it I'm like okay i got some contraband right here let's go to the wolf system that's all i'm gonna say mm-hmm. uh, uh, a place where you I can went, get rid of it sure yeah i went yeah. there went through the whole ship looked i i took everything out set it on the floor so i could go through all of it I'm like okay here's the contraband get it off the ship the rest can wait i got it off the ship um and then i come back in my ship i'm like okay i need to go to a i need to go uh to a planet went to the planet apparently one of the contraband i'm guessing clipped through something oh so it's still on the ship but you couldn't see it and i landed and i'm like uh, I, I don't like i'm like i'm gonna go sell the ship i i because I, 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 I can't you can't register at least i didn't I, I couldn't find the terminal to register it at where i went in the wolf system I'm like okay let's go to there and i'm like i kept going to the plant i keep getting attacked I'm like i had to jump out i'd come back jump on like where is this? I'm like, okay, I must have missed some. I literally tore this ship apart, landed on a random plant you can actually land on. On it, edited it, went, and I can't register it, so I can't edit it and make the thing mm-hmm. unclip from wherever it's clipped into. Because I've had items clip into stuff in the ship, I can't find this item, and it's driving me insane. And eventually, I'm gonna just gonna. Cause I saw this character is really stuck being wanted by the UC. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make this character. She just lands on the planet. Doesn't realize that there's some contraband on the shit that she's like, I, it was self-defense. I took this ship. I don't know what's on it. It's not my stuff. I'm not contraband. Stop <laughs> right. making me the villain. And then she's, she's going to snap and go like, okay, you want to make me the villain? 
I'm being the villain. I'm drawing the red flag. That's, yeah, that sounds like your pirate, like, like gone postal character. She was going to be my new, my good character, my bounty hunter that went out that helps the UC get rid of the bad guys. And it's like, she became the villain. She's got a new story, man. That's that's how well, it works. I, I, I almost, works. I quit that character because I got so frustrated. And that and I started a new character. I made them a, a scoundrel. And I had the same incident happen where I got that. I'm like, like you know what? No, no, no. We're going to the blue kilometer. <laughs> blue kilometer. Uh -huh. We're going there. This is a scoundrel. <laughs> okay. okay. I get your code. Okay. <laughs> my, it's, it, my, my, I, I knew about it from my other character. My, my scoundrel doesn't know. But I'm like, lore-wise, they're a scoundrel. They know where to get the shielded cargo. I went straight there as soon as I got the first ship. I'm like, I'm going. I went straight there and got it put on my ship. I'm like, uh -huh. Nope, I want my I want my shield. I'm not gonna happen again. This person's gonna stay good. Nice, nice. Yeah, um, my wife. I've been watching my wife play a lot, and she was on uh, a vessel that she was saving. It was one of those little side quests you can get from the kiosk where you like, oh, people have taken pirates have taken over the ship. You got to save the commander of the ship and rid the pirates. You know, so she boards the ship. She kills all the pirates except for one. And it seems like the pirate is stuck in the ceiling. She's like, I need to go another level up. But I can't go up because there's no other level up. It's almost like the character was like, f must have been like clipped through the ceiling and was floating outside or something. So she had to totally leave the quest, go do other stuff, and then come back. And when it reloaded, finally, after like doing some other quests, the pirates were actually in the ship. There was actually two left that she ended up killing. I've had that happen on settlements. And then part of the settlement glitches out and does that fractal thing. I haven't seen that. I, I I couldn't figure out how to record it. I'm like, I got to record this and put this out there because this is the first time I've seen something go, not fractal, but like the, it stretches and becomes origami. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was, I've seen games do that before where the geometry stretches weird. Like all of a sudden yeah, it's like a graphic it's, glitch. It's like, this is the first time I've seen this in Starfield and I have not seen it anywhere else. I haven't gone looking for it, but that's weird. That's, only, that's, that's weird. the only two glitches I've had is where an item will glitch and I just got unlucky in it being contraband. Usually when it happens, I'm like, oh, I lost. I lost mm -hmm. a pen that I had just picked up. Because I, I do the Dave thing and release the pants. <laughs> you just like, and then go through it. And dump everything everywhere. I, I got like, okay, I'm going to oh, keep no. this. Oh, that's a better gun than I have. Put it up on my gun rack. Right. I do that. And then I just pick everything up, walk off my ship and go sell it. And I'm so, like, oh, I lost a pen and if every once in a while yeah. I'll, I'll i'll edit my ship so anything that did get stuck in it because when i if i realize my game's running a little slow some stuff's probably stuck edit it and yeah. then literally everything gets put in the inventory i can take it off i just it, i got unlucky and it was not my ship and i hadn't had it registered so i couldn't do that and get the contraband off my ship right right if um if you're considering using one of the console commands if you're on pc to give yourself like almost unlimited carry weight you can do this uh it's my wife was kept running up against carry weight limits and she just loves to collect everything so i was like here let me just give you more carry weight it'll be fine it'll make your playthrough easier so she's running around with like seven thousand pounds of stuff on her um but there's a problem with that in that when you have that many items and i think it's specifically weapons and maybe armor uh, the game will start to, to slow down and you'll notice it not necessarily the frame rate when you're just running around a map But if you switch to your scanner it like hitches and the more stuff you have the longer it takes to load the scanner and switch to the cutter weapon 
and then or you know the mining tool thing you have and then if you switch back to your weapon it hitches in again and then there were a few instances where she would either walk through a do- like a loading screen door or even just into a specific other section of a map that goes like into a building and the game would just lock and I you know I was like well the one thing you have here that's different than default is 7000 pounds of stuff maybe drop a bunch of stuff she's like oh I don't want to have to drop all my stuff that's they're all, they're worth so much money I'm like you're never going to find enough people to sell all those things too drop a bunch of the things that are like less valuable she dumped that stuff off and then the game went fine again so if anybody else messes with that then now you know What's amazing is that there's actually a mod already out that fixes that issue. Oh, does it? Is it? It's 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 called the weapon stutter fix. Uh, basically, what happens is anytime you pull out a weapon or if you are carrying too many weapons, the game, as soon as it pulls it out, has to render and register every single weapon you have, every single attachment mod that's wow, on it. Wow. Okay. It really just bogs down the the CPU of the system, and unfortunately, it just doesn't keep up. But the weapon stutter fix seems to. I, I've only just started messing with some of the mods. They're mostly quality of life mods. Um, things like that have been addressed, and it looks like the modding network is already on it. So it's it's cool to fix, or cool to see that it's already getting fixed. So Yeah, that's great. That's great. Turbo? Have they said anything about mods coming to council? Because I have council. I, I'm pretty sure they're going to do that. Creation Club stuff is going to be added in eventually, which means modding on console. So They say great. the official modding develop, developing tools are supposed to come out next year, 2024. I'm assuming it'll follow shortly after. Yeah. I can wait for however long, just as it, it, just so I know like it's coming because I loved Fallout 4's mods and stuff on it, especially when mm-hmm. it's character creator and I can get like... The, there are people that waste a lot more time going through and doing it like there's people that made uh the villain from spider-man uh toy mcguire's first spider-man movie the green goblin the green goblin i can't remember the actor's name oh oh the actor uh yeah 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 it looked exactly like and i'm like there's people that they gaming companies should hire them because make to make the npcs and stuff in the background because these people some of my characters look janky as like like (laughs) that's part of the fun yeah yeah <laughs> yeah they actually do hire modders too by the way uh there's there was one famous one on skyrim i can't i think her name is El- eleonora she made beautiful interior mods uh custom houses player houses and whatnot they actually hired her and she works for uh on the development team for starfield so she was yeah. actually on the project so there's a lot of people who have been hired from different modding teams over the years uh, it is uh, and if anybody's listening who's interested in getting into game dev that is a viable path is learn as much as you can go, go to, you know, take classes or learn stuff online or whatever. Then, you know, cut your teeth in mod building, make awesome stuff. You'll get their attention. And then you can use that as part of your resume to say, like, look what I've already done in your game engine. Imagine what I could do if I work for you, you know, like, like that kind of scenario. So it absolutely is a, a path towards that career. So and it's cool. It's cool that developers like Bethesda hire from the community because clearly these people love these games and they want them to be as awesome as they possibly can. So they're spending a lot of their own personal time in order to to do that and then share that out with the community. So it's a it's a wonderful thing. All right. So, man, these stories have been great. Um, anybody else have any other stories as we get close to the end of the episode that they want to share? Marcus? I got two quick things. Both of them were bugs for me. They were both kind of the funny sort. Uh, the first one was, is that I don't know if you've ever noticed, but sometimes your companion likes to unnecessarily just vault over a table or something <laughs> yeah, and yes. use their, their jump pack. Right. Yes. Um, I don't know. I, I've never seen this happen before, except this one time I had Andresia with me. 
Uh, we were on a planet that had low gravity and there happened to be a table outside. She attempted to vault over it, but what ended up happening is she just took off oh, into awesome. the sky, just flying away. And it was just like, oh, there she goes. Bye. <laughs> yeah. When she does hilarious, she's very serious. She's very self-serious. So when she mm -hmm. does silly things, it's like uh, there was a moment in the Ryujin, like one of the boardrooms or whatever. And it's a very serious moment. And she just like gets up on the table. And it's like, it's, down it's like, what are you doing? Why would you stand on the table? Um, yeah. There's some goofy interactions with, with, with the companions that's still part of that Bethesda magic that's carried over. So, it's so good. It's so and then good. my other, my other buggy experience. Um, there was one time I made it to the wolf system to, to sell something, sell some cargo, some suspicious, suspicious cargo. Uh, I attempted to swap my ship, the home ship. Uh, and in the process, I don't know what happened, but whenever I, go back to my ship. It says, do you want to enter the den? And I was already on the den. I was like, okay, this is, this mm. is interesting. Uh, so I get on my ship, find myself teleported in the middle of new Atlantis. And I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> I try to go to any of the, the technicians and according to the technicians, I am currently the pilot of the den. <laughs> That's your ship. Now the ship is my the den. ship is, the, the, den? The den is my ship. And wow. for whatever reason it's registered as my name. Uh, for zero credits, it was registered. Uh, it's worth zero dollars, and all it is in the shipbuilder is literally just the 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 the, the hatch, the the docking like, hatch right. of the the space station. So I'm just like, okay, and it has something, uh, the little blue bu bubble or whatever that you could like build off of, but unfortunately wouldn't let me attach anything. So it was just like wow. super bugged out. I couldn't I couldn't swap my ship either, so I was really frustrated. I was like, man, I really want to show everybody off that I I own the den. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I had to, I had to load could, it back. Could you fly it around or was it just stuck there? I was stuck in the middle of new Atlantis. If I went to, uh, the, the, if I, if I fast traveled anywhere, it would just take me back to new Atlantis. It was like a stuck constant loop. You I were like the size of the ship was that location in new Atlantis, right? Mm -hmm. Like that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, Redbeard Ninja in chat says, I saw that in the patch notes for today. Yeah. There was a new patch that went up. So maybe they fixed it. Maybe that's something they've known. It also makes me wonder if the ship creator at some point was able to build buildings. From what I've heard, there's actually people who have unlocked space station modules. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's actually somebody on Reddit that says that you can in fact, own a space station and then build on it. I don't know That's if cool. that was something meant to be part of the game, but that, or, would, that would be or maybe just cool. part of how they did development. Like mm -hmm. let's let's use this tool to build the space stations, and then it isn't necessarily something players can access in the game, but it maybe speeds up the development of those items in in the game. It would right. make sense since the docking process is the same for ships and space stations. Yeah, it would turbo. Couldn't you technically make something that looked like a spaceship? Because there was a guy I watched on, I can't remember his name, on YouTube. But I watched it so I could figure out, like, the inside the inside of some of the stuff so I could learn. Like, I don't like how that looks. I'm not even going to go to that guy that's trying like it. But some of the stuff he used to, like, show the things off, it looks like a space station with little modulars on it. So couldn't you technically make a space station? It would be the worst ship yeah. ever. Like, you have it's zero mobility. It's really nice. There's some people who have dedicated their time to uh, making ships that are considered flyable that they can just say, but it basically has all of the hab modules and they call it their preview ship. So you have a, a chance to walk through each of the, the habs with, with screenshots and whatnot for people to actually see and observe before they buy them. Cause that is one thing as unfortunate that's not in the game is the preview of all the hab modules that you put on your ship. Yeah. So yeah. Especially like he show what happens if you put like a porthole on it. Cause it told, it told me like, 
for this module, I don't want to put any portholes and I don't want to connect anything right here because you lose out on like a whole section of wall of weapon bays. And I'm like, that's free storage I lose. Yeah, and you, you don't know unless you try it and then look at it later. Yeah, yeah, there are some advancements. I'm sure that stuff's really going to be highly modded, uh, you know, as time goes by. But the idea of like building a ship that looks like a space station, you would still need to have like the fundamental required components of a ship. But I would imagine that you could build a lot of the components that look very space station-y and maybe not even make it look like it's a ship. Like put the engines in weird spots where they're kind of occluded a little bit or or whatever. To be fair, if a ship is big enough, it becomes a station. It's just a space station. It's just (laughs) a traveling space station. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining me on this and for supporting the show and all of that. I'm sorry Dave couldn't be here. I'm sure he's going to be jealous that we got to hang out and chat, but he'll join us next month. Um, And Nova, I I know your phone was being messed up or whatever, but I hope you can still hear us. It's fine now. It's it's switched from uh, headphones to Uh, my actual phone itself. And so I I was like, where'd everyone go? And I realized what happened. (laughs) Yeah, got it. Cool. Well, tell you what, we're going to go back through and this is your opportunity to share anything that you've got going on or shout out whatever projects you have thrown out into the world or just you know how people can get a hold of you or whatever turbo you got anything you want to share not at the current moment cool but you are on the discord so if people want to chat with yeah, you yeah if you, you want to catch me i'm on discord uh it's more easier if you want to get hold of me is to actually just send me a message and uh, uh that's the best way to get a hold of me awesome because i don't always get on i because i work nights so i'm not up during the day so if you want to talk to me about something just message me Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, Commander Marcus Shepard, you got anything you want to shout out? You've, you've pretty much pointed it out. Yep. I'm Commander Marcus Shepard on just about all platforms, um, all, 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 all gaming platforms. So you can always hit me up. I am on the Discord. I think I have everything linked on there if, if, if anybody would ever like to reach out to me. Uh, I used to be a streamer at one point, but I kind of fell away from it. I would love to get back into it. We'll see if that comes to fruition. So. All right. All right. Well, good luck if that's what you decide to do. Thanks for joining Thank us. You. And then Nova, I, I know you got stuff. Yeah, I have a YouTube channel, which eventually I would like to start posting Starfield lore content onto, but nice. I'm waiting until I become more confident in my knowledge of the history and the, and the universe of Starfield. So until then, I'm going to stick with Fallout. And then I have, and right now I, I actually uh, created a timetable of things I would like to of videos like post on fallout and right now it's going to be the mad scientists so not individual scientists but scientific endeavors within the fall universe listing off a couple of them going through the history of it and their effects so that's going to be exciting and that's probably what i'm going to be working on for the rest of the night nice is that supernova yeah. supernova gaming oh yeah yeah it's a it just uh it's supernova just uh capital s capital n zero capital v capital a look for the golden retriever icon on youtube awesome awesome yeah go check out nova stuff uh and thank you again for joining me this week everybody you guys you guys have been listening to this show you know robotsradio.net is where you can find my other shows a bunch of different lore casts for the different bethesda games and lord of the rings and all that stuff lots of fun stuff to check out and of course we stream this at twitch.tv slash robots radio the videos go up on the robots radio youtube channel you can tune into all those different locations thank you for being here and for successfully getting us through this first month the launch of the patreon all of that stuff dave and i are very excited about all the lore we're going to dive into starting next week so lots of cool lore stuff to discuss and continue to be 
uncovering. Uh, this game is massive, and there's just so much that we're excited to dive into. So thank you for being here. We'll be back next week. And until then, stay safe out in that crazy universe out there, because you never know what's going to happen, uh, you know, with the Bethesda magic. We'll see you next time. you enjoyed this show did you know that parodies are copyright protected tell a friend and review on itunes or other services dave and tom excited for starfield let's all speculate and wear no shoes hey why aren't we wearing any shoes because shoes rhymes with itunes and that's the best i could think of When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.